So did anybody make it to midnight last night? Uh, I, I made it to 10.30. Boy, I used, to, I, I used to live for staying up until midnight, watching that clock turn. And then you wonder, what was the big deal? <laughs> still fun, still fun. Every mother on Mother's Day loves to have her children around her. It's one of her greatest joys. And today, in a sense, we could say that this is Mary's Mother's Day. And it's wonderful that we are here and we can be certain that Mary, the mother of God, her heart is filled with delight and joy because we, her children, have gathered around her this special day. And we can also be certain that this mother, Mary, would love to take each one of us and our families and all whom we hold dear, that she would love to just take us again into her mantle of love and protection as we head in to a new year of grace. So may we feel in a special way the tender and warmth of Mary's love for us as we are reminded when we drink that cup of hot chocolate or hot cider that warms our hearts. What the liturgy of the church invites us to contemplate on this special day is it takes us back to the gospel that talks about the birth of Jesus. And so we are drawn again with the shepherds, later with the magi, to contemplate this mother and this child. And as she is holding the baby Jesus in her arms, as so many mothers and fathers do, and as she looks into the eyes of that baby, she is beholding the love of God incarnate. That love that is coming in the form of of mercy, a mercy that the world so desperately needs and which every human heart is yearning and longing to experience, not only in certain moments, but every single day. And then to witness that mercy of God looking back at her, she was the first to receive this powerful mercy by the special graces given to her to be born without sin and to be that chosen vessel through which our Savior would come into the world. And she is remembering that beautiful name that the angel asked to give to the child that the angel asked Joseph to name the child Jesus, which means the one who saves, the one who has come to take 
sin away from his people. Perhaps as a way for us to understand what this mercy means for us as we celebrate this feast in the jubilee year of mercy that Pope Francis has dedicated for this next year. There's a beautiful icon, one of my favorite icons, of Mary and the child Jesus. It's classified under a set that is called Our Lady of Tenderness. And I'm sure maybe some of you have seen this image. But it's an image of Mary and Jesus where she's holding him so close that their cheeks are touching. Their cheeks are touching. There's no distance between Mary and Jesus. All the space and the distance is closed by love. This is what we are called and sent out to do this year, especially in this year of mercy. To look at every single one of our relationships, or maybe the relationships between other people that are close to us, and to, with God's grace, to close any gaps, to take down any walls, any areas where there is division, and to ask for Mary's special intercession and God's help to fill all the space with love in the form of mercy, that we would be the first ones to reach out to others, that we would be the first ones to initiate a process of mercy that heals any division that exists between us and any person in our life. This could be, for example, this could be a relationship with a parent. This could be a relationship with a child. This could be a relationship between a sister and or a brother. It could be with another relative, with classmates or friends, co-workers. But that we would take to heart this desire of God to create an oasis of mercy and tenderness as we see with Mary and the child Jesus. And maybe this would begin by simply acknowledging the face and the name of that person or persons and just to begin praying for that person. Praying that God would heal the relationship that is strained or broken or hurt. This is a good way to begin this new year. And this altar exists for the purpose of offering ourselves to God. This would be a beautiful Mass indeed 
If we were to put on this altar during that moment when we're preparing the altar and before the gifts are laid on it, that you and I would think of one or two people that we would love to have a better relationship with. And it could even be with someone who has already died where we feel like there was still something between us that wasn't quite right, that we would place those particular individuals and ourselves on this altar. And from this altar, we are going to receive in the Eucharist Jesus Christ, the source of the mercy and the power that is capable of taking down any walls of healing any hurts or wounds and of building a bridge, building a bridge with us and another person and closing little by little, closing all the gaps and the spaces with love. Heaven is going to be where all of our cheeks are touching. Here's a good image for you. <laughs> I don't know if you like it or not, but it's, it's one possible image. There will be no distance of the heart. All will be completely reconciled. And that reconciliation is the work that Jesus wants to continue doing every single day. Let us with Mary and Jesus be bridge builders, gap closers, taking down the walls and barriers. Let us truly let this year be a year of mercy and let it begin with us. Amen.